there was a fun little backfire in the news this week. And I kind of, I don't know how I feel. About, I, you know what? No, I know how I feel about it. Okay. So, I don't know if you heard, but Trump is, again, facing an indictment for mishandling of classified documentation. And I'm just like, ah, oh, this is disgusting to me, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we have, hey, all these books that all these states are talking about banning because they contain sexual con- sexualized content. And you and I have talked about it before. It's like, yeah, hey, you know what? Have a section. If you're going to have a big school, right, like a, a, a K through 12 school, mm-hmm. have a section of the library that's for high school. That's fine. But a lot of these a lot of these places, they won't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So they said they want to ban all these books that have sexualized content. And so a movement happened to absolutely do that because there's so much sexualized content in the Bible. So a bunch of schools are now removing the Bible from their libraries. And of course, what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander and a bunch of conservatives are losing their minds because of this, right? Well, naturally. But here's the thing, and I want to remind, and I've, and I've said this, you know, considering conservatives, different churches teach different things in the Bible, d- different aspects of the Bible, and a lot of churches believe that other churches are lost because the Bible says that the road to heaven is narrow, right? Mm-hmm. So all these other churches are wrong and your church is right, and every single church is, is sure that their church is the right church. So aren't you kind of glad that the Bible's not there so that somebody else can teach your kids the Bible? You don't necessarily want them to learn how to know the Bible? I mean, that makes that would make sense. Right? Like, I, I, I know. I've read the Bible. We, we've talked about how much I know the Bible, which, wow, I've never really realized just how much I know the Bible <laughs> until, like, recently, but... Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting, and uh, I'm like, yeah, take it out. Take it out. It's fine. Look, if it means that my kids aren't exposed to overly sexualized content, I don't know if you got to listen to the podcast yet, um, but Tabby had Tabby on, and Tabby straight out, she's like, I don't want to talk about this crap. I don't want anybody talking to me about this. I don't want some adult talking to me about all this crap and I don't want to talk about drag people and I don't want to talk about sex and I don't want to talk. I just want to be 12 and enjoy life. I don't like it when my friends do it. Like she just straight up. It's like, good. Do you care if the Bible's taken out? No, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> so, so, but I, I came to a realization and maybe I'll, I think maybe I'll talk about it in the afternoon, but it has to do with Jeffrey Epstein. And I realized it's the ramp up that's happening. And uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. But not this morning. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm barely awake yet. But yeah, going after Trump again. And it's like and all I'm all all this does to me is just increase my resolve that he's the right person to vote for because they're just going. They couldn't. DeSantis can't get traction. He's got something like six percent uh, support compared to Trump right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, it's going to be Trump and Biden again if Biden makes it. So, but I mean, if you trip over sandbags and can't get up, (laughs) so 
With that, good morning. Welcome to the Morning Grind on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where we talk about everything stupid. I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And here we go. So what do we have today? Uh, two national days. Okay. Um, our first one is National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Ooh. Okay. I have had that, and I like that. So that works. So, on June 9th of each year, National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day recognizes a delicious and seasonal pie. A tart vegetable, rhubarb is often paired with sweet fruits, making for a pleasing dessert. Around the country, rhubarb is a perennial favorite for home gardens. One of the first fruits of their labors, gardeners begin to harvest rhubarb in the middle of May and early June, and it finds its way into desserts and preserves. Since it takes on the flavor of the fruit or vegetable it is paired with, it is an excellent complement to many recipes. Not only is rhubarb known for making deliciously baked goods and satisfying uh, the hankering for something from the garden early in the season, but it also has many other qualities. Rub a cut stalk of rhubarb over a burnt skillet and let the high... <sighs> oleic? Mm-hmm. Okay. The high o- ole- uh, oleic acid? There we go. Okay content do Mm -hmm. the work it's been a primary ingredient in many cleansers for over a hundred years rhubarb is so high in oxalic acid that uh in fact the leaves are toxic to humans the stalks however are consumable rich and healthy sources of oxalic acid the benefits of enjoying rhubarb could help reduce blood pressure increase your body's ability to burn fat and generate brain myelin okay now, that's a reason to celebrate National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. So, to observe this day, harvest that rhubarb and pick some strawberries. It's time to make pie. Break out your favorite recipes and, of course, share them on social media. You know, I, I think about rhubarb. Rhubarb is one of those that I think about along with, like, artichokes and a couple other foods. Where, a stinging nettle being one of them. Where, hey, when you eat this initially, it'll kill you. But, <laughs> right, <laughs> like if you do this and this and you have this, like who died from eating the leaves of a rhubarb? And somebody else was like, yeah, but I'm going to still bite the middle part. <laughs> yeah. Every time that I see things like this, it's really weird to me just because, yeah, it's, I, I mean, the first time that I read that the, uh, what's it called? The, the leaves are toxic i was genuinely like i don't know if i want rhubarb in the garden right? then because that's just like i <laughs> things like that are just so weird to me how people can be so like it, it and it's obvious it's not one of those things that's like you know oh we don't really know what's bad about it but we eat it anyways mm-hmm. kind of thing it's it's straight up knowing what's wrong with it and if you mess up you can literally bring harm to someone not that it's a hard thing to to mess up like it's you would literally have to be completely ignorant to the fact that you can't use the leaves in whatever recipe that you're using but it's Mm -hmm. still just i don't know i don't like the idea of putting something in my body that could kill me (laughs) or do a lot of bodily harm if i don't do it right sorry yeah, no, I'm and I'm with you. I'm I'm there's foods that I look at and I'm like okay, like fugu, right? Fugu is uh pufferfish sashimi. And there is a nice strip of it that you can eat and it's amazing. If it's done wrong, you die. So who figured that out? 
<laughs> right? It, because you just you sit there and go, why? 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 Why were you so determined? I'm gonna figure out a way to eat this thing, right? Yeah. It's not like lionfish. Like like they've now learned that lionfish that the only venomous part of lionfish is the spines. You cut the spines off, and lionfish is supposedly immaculate. It's amazing, delicate. Like people are loving it. It's a new sashimi craze, which I'm all for because lionfish in the U.S. Um, is an invasive species, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they actually, uh, like in Florida, the uh, Florida they'll pay you to kill them. And there's guys who make a living killing them. Well, now they have un- they understand that hey, it's like you cut off the spines, the things you're good. It's like okay, cool, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. But a plant, just grow another damn plant is what my <laughs> brain says. Like I. You know what? Because I, I, this is my mindset and what happens, right? Like somebody sitting there, she's like, I don't like my husband. Somebody's like, oh, well, sweetie, just poison him, right? We're talking like 17th century. It's like, yeah, you know what? That's, that's exactly what I'll do. Okay. And hey, we got rhubarb. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a strawberry pie and accidentally put rhubarb stocks in it because they're red like strawberries. So he won't even know. He eats it. He's like, oh, this is delicious. This is great, honey. She's like, yeah, sweetie, eat up the whole pies for you. Kids are like, mommy, can we have a slice of pie? No. <laughs> like, she's just, don't you dare. And the way the husband's like, well, I don't care. And he eats the pie. And he's fine. He's like, can I have another one? And she's like, sure. <laughs> like, like something along those lines to figure it out, to be like, you know, three days later, he's just fat and happy. And she's like, wait, this did not work out the way I wanted. Because I know the leaves are poison. I know that these things are poisonous, but what's what's not doing it? So mm-hmm. yeah. So I just I, I just find that funny. Like, why? There's so many other plants that you can eat. So and yeah, you don't have rhubarb. But are your beets ready? Um, I don't know. They're <laughs> the the thing about uh the beets. And like most, just all of the root crops is that once it gets hot, they're no longer growing, mm-hmm. so they're ready to be pulled. I don't know how big they are. Okay. Um, I know that the last of the carrots that we have aren't like these big, huge, amazing things, but they're more than uh, the right size to be able to harvest them and use them for like stir fry or anything like that. Put them mm-hmm. in, you know, juice. You won't get like a whole lot, but you'll get enough to make, you know, like one batch of juice probably, like uh, as an adding. Yeah, like an I'm, I'm more feeling the the roasted beat world right now because you know we talked about it yesterday and I'm, I'm 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 in that place where i'm like hey i'll just eat what we grow out of the garden and that'll be my my meals we were talking about you know like punk, here's your calories for the day figure it out you know the type situation and i'm like okay so huh yeah i'm just kind of thinking about things like that and going yeah and and you know, i was just curious about the beets so because that's another thing that, like, they're just delicious, and I think they're great. I would use those instead of rhubarb <laughs> type situation. So, all right. Well, what else have we got? Um, it is National Movie Night. I can get behind that too. So, uh, pop some popcorn, grab a blanket, and your favorite buddy. Put away the cell phones and tablets, and then queue up a string of movies for a fun night of entertainment. National Movie Night on the second Friday in June encourages us to start or restart a tradition of movie nights with families, family, and friends. 
Movies have been bringing people together for over a hundred years. The stars, the stories entertain us and connect us and help us create memories. As technology evolves, so does how we enjoy our movie nights. From the theater to reel-to-reel home movies, the VCR, DVD, and streaming, we've been enjoying movies on big and small screens. Drive-in movies invited us to enjoy films from the comfort of our cars. Today, our video library is as large as we want it to be thanks to streaming services. We can even enjoy movies in our own backyards projected onto screens under the stars. Can you smell the popcorn popping? Start your tradition with friends and family on National Movie Night with new and classic movies at the theater or in your homes. So to observe this wonderful holiday, what movie will you watch and who will you invite for National Movie Night? There are so many ways to start a movie tradition. Make a movie night bucket list. Share your favorite movie quotes. Create a group with people who love movies. Plan to celebrate with a night out at the movie theater. Host a movie night in with a family. Pick a film uh, the whole family will enjoy. Invite friends and family for a movie night barbecue. Hang a sheet or screen to project the movie onto. Wait for it to get dark and then let the entertainment begin. Load up the car and head to the nearest drive-in movie theater. Create a buffet of your favorite movie snacks and beverages for everyone to enjoy. Ask uh, everyone to write a review and deliver it to their best in their best critic voice. And invite everyone to dress in their red carpet best for movie premieres and go to the movies in style. Don't forget your mo- to share your movie night traditions all over social media. So we love watching movies. Uh, we have a horrible habit of watching them when we eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, our dining room almost goes completely untouched unless we have company over because it's just... We're we're just we like watching movies. One hundred and seventy-seven and a half inches of UHD HD four you know four K plus is just too much to pass up. And, and a surround sound yeah. system that you know we're still it's still frustrating because we have an entire subwoofer and anybody that knows we have two. Uh, well, yeah, the second one's upstairs though. Yeah, it's, yeah, right, right behind me right now. So it's like, but I just we have one, and mm-hmm. for some reason. Or if anybody out there can tell us what the problem is, because we have tried everything. We have a Yamaha surround sound system. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very nice, very, very brand new. We got it completely unopened and uh, set the whole thing up. And for some reason, it just refuses to recognize that there's a subwoofer plugged in. Like, completely. Like, there's just absolutely mm-hmm. no... It's not on the screen, on the receiver itself. When you plug it in, you know, all the speakers that are plugged in show up on the receiver which is why if we have one of the speakers that aren't plugged in it goes uh, sound error and you have to figure out which of the speakers aren't plugged in and then you know it fixes itself but for some reason the subwoofer just doesn't exist it's on it's plugged in it's connected properly we've done all of the pulling it all out turning Mm -hmm. everything completely off plugging it in while it's not in plugging it in while it's on like all the things and it just refuses to accept that it's there um won't show up, won't do anything. It it powers on perfectly fine, but yeah, it just refuses. <laughs> so, I would love to figure it out because there are about like three different movies that I know will not be the same without the base from a subwoofer mm-hmm. because when I lived with my uh family, my my mom and everybody still, we had a sound bar and a subwoofer in our living room. Um and one of the my favorite movies to watch with that subwoofer and a lot of people probably don't like the movie. I have never heard anybody actually talk about it, but it's Rampage. And there's uh, one part in that movie where it's a pan over the city and the absolute fear that's supposed to be running through your body at that point with that base, it just it sent 
chills down my body. I rewatched that movie like five separate times just to get to that point in the buildup. It was just like the climax of the movie. It was amazing. And I'm like, I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it without that base because I'm so scared yeah. that it won't have the same feeling. But it's such a good movie. It's the same so, thing with every Jurassic Park <sighs> movie. I, and I realize like we, we've been uh, going through and tonight we'll probably uh, do the fourth John Wick. But oh, my gosh, how much are we missing? And John Wick not having good bass. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so if you if you have any, any idea on why it's not working, please, I'll take any suggestions. I don't care if you tell mm-hmm. me that I need to stand on one foot, put a banana on my head, and, you know, scream at it. I'll probably try it because I, <laughs> I really want our subwoofer to work because it's just not the same without that deep level of bass. Yep. Nothing sounds the same without it. We have settings. It's a whole surround sound system, so everybody that has one or has been around anybody that has knows that you change those settings to theater mode and everything is just, like... Heavenly. Uh, yeah. And we can't uh, there's a whole section missing from it. It's so sad. So yeah, I, I would love I would love any suggestions. I'll take any advice. But mm-hmm. but yeah, no, we we have um thought of several different times, uh, and we're basically at that point where I where we've thought about creating like a list for each genre mm-hmm. of movie so that it's okay, what kind of movie are we in the mo- in the mood for and then basically having all of them on like a spin the wheel kind of thing so that everybody's choices are there and everybody has a, an equal shot at getting to their movie picked mm-hmm. and we just you know based on everybody deciding like yeah no I'm in, I'm in the mood for a comedy and then we go okay we can never decide on what we want to watch yeah we, <laughs> and, and so the thing is we have we have a Plex server right and our Plex server has a little over 1550 movies in it right now and so we'll say, oh, I feel like I'm in the mood for a comedy. And so what do we do? We scroll down 1,550 movies, yeah. talking about it, going through the previews. And we'll spend an hour and a half to the point where we're like, okay, well, we don't have time for a movie now. So <laughs> like, yeah. it's like at some point you just kind of go, okay, let's everybody just talk about your five and let's go and then do a spin and some, something because so, we, we just spend so much time doing it so but it's all good you know <laughs> just but i'm gonna try to figure out the subwoofer and what's wrong i know that nikki was saying that she thinks it's got to be the cable and because that's the only thing that would make sense to me because it's plugged in and everything literally works it works mm-hmm. and our receiver obviously works so it has to be the cable between the two Otherwise, I don't. I don't know. No, I'm gonna. The first thing I'm gonna do is take it apart and check the connectors and make sure that nothing got jostled in there because I have seen kids smacking them and knocking them around and stuff like that. And so if they did that, they could have knocked a freaking solder loose, and knocking one solder loose just ruins the whole thing. So yeah, we'll figure it out, or I'll put this one back down there and plug and hook it up and just find out and figure out what's going on. So, cause yeah, I mean like. You've watched Jurassic Park now, but the realization that you didn't feel the bass mm-hmm. when the T-Rex took its first steps. Like, I remember the one behind me is the one that I had there, but the one behind me is only, I think, uh, 75 watts, and the one that's downstairs is 200 watts, but it doesn't do any good d- how many watts it is if it's not working. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to definitely get that figured out, so... You know, we want to make sure that that we're on top of that. (laughs) So with that, 
Don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. That would be stupidpodcastoneverything.com. We will see you this afternoon. And until then, peace out with you. Peace out. Bye.